Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my Eye Clarity Podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest Eye Clarity episode. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Sam, and I'd like to welcome you to another Eye Clarity podcast. I'm going to take a question today, but before I do that, I want to make an announcement for my upcoming course on improving lens health. So anybody that's concerned that they're developing cataracts, they've been diagnosed with cataracts, they're thinking about cataract surgery, this is a class for you. So this is a two-week extravaganza and it starts September 11th and it will run for two weeks you will get a lot of information on how to improve your lens health like one piece of advice I would give to anybody who's suffering cataracts is eliminate sugar from your diet research studies have shown that if you are having difficulties with managing your glucose levels, if you eat foods that have refined carbohydrates or sugars, you run a higher risk of developing cataracts. Let's say that you are having difficulties with dietary absorption and you suffer inflammation in your gut. This actually can start to affect your eye health especially the lens of the eye. So a cataract is basically metabolic waste that starts to accumulate in the avascular structure we call the lens. Why is it avascular? Because there are no blood vessels that run directly to the lens of the eye. So what this does is this sets up a situation, especially as we age, that you lose the ability to, as we say, get rid of the trash in the recycling bin and it builds up and this is the oxidative stress that creates a cataract. So I highly recommend this course. This is for everybody. If you want to prevent cataracts and keep your lenses clear and healthy, you can sign up on my website, drsamburn.com, on my Instagram bio, on Facebook, a lot of ways to get in touch with me. You can also email me at hello at drsamburn.com. Yeah, and if you have to miss any of the classes, they will be video and audio recorded, and you will have access to them 60 days after the last class. You also will receive 10% off on all my products on my web store. So check it out. All right, today I want to take a question from Kara, and she is writing me from Instagram. Now, it's interesting because in this Uh, This gal, she is suffering diabetic retinopathy and cataracts. So the retinopathy part of it, of course, is in the retina. And diabetes really attacks the retina. She says that she's having bleeds in both eyes. And they've made her way to the vitreous, which is kind of the posterior two-thirds of the eye. It sits in front of the retina. 
and she's been getting injections uh, for uh, the bleeding. Avastin is one and Lucentis is the other. These are common pharmaceutical drugs that are used, especially in wet macular degeneration, but any kind of retinopathy. These are the pharmaceutical drugs that are used that can slow down the degradation of the blood vessels. So she's really feeling compromised and she's been on the ketogenic diet for a few years, but only recently has she gotten her blood sugar uh, in control. And she's guessing that the damages from previous years of poor, poor blood sugar and mitochondria health. And so she's asking about supplementation. She wants to support her mitochondria better and she says that most of the eye doctors uh, aren't really helping her. Okay, well, you, you wrote the right person. I'm very happy to help you. You know, when I was in my training and one of my internships, I actually worked at the Indian uh, Hospital. And I worked for India Health Service uh, here in New Mexico. And we used to go out to the uh, different pueblos and the Native American population had a very high incidence of diabetic retinopathy. And so when I was with my teachers at that time, I learned a lot about the nuances of diagnosing background diabetic retinopathy. That's kind of the early stage or proliferative diabetic retinopathy. And that's kind of the more advanced stage. The bottom line is that uh, the retina is made up of a sea of microcapillaries. These are the tiny blood vessels that when the eye doctor looks into the back of the eye <clears throat> and he's looking at the retina, he's actually seeing these tiny blood vessels. And the function of these blood vessels is to help absorb nutrients. And the better the mitochondria are absorbing the nutrients, the more ATP they're producing and the better our oxidative uh, ability to get rid of oxidative stress, free radical damage. We call this our detoxification pathway system. And of course, whatever we see in the eye is mirrored in the body. And, you know, one of my observations I've made over the years is that any eye problem has its roots in the body systemically and um, metabolically with our endocrine system and even energetically if you work with things like acupuncture and energy medicine. So in this particular condition that Kara is writing about, basically there's a starvation in the eye tissue. That's why she's developing cataracts. The collagen sac, which we call the vitreous, is shrinking and drying out. And then of course, on the retina side, you know, the retina has one of the highest metabolic needs in the entire body. And so somewhere along the line, at least on an intestinal level, a gut level, and I just wrote about this in one of my blogs, we need to really look at things like heavy metal toxicity, candida, and even food allergies. All of these things, for one aspect, they put stress on our liver and our liver meridian. And we know in Chinese medicine and acupuncture that the liver rules the eyes. We could probably add the gallbladder, the stomach, the colon, the spleen, you know, all the internal glands and organs have some connection to the eye tissue, whether it's the cataract, the lens, the vitreous, or the retina. <clears throat> so I'm going to go through a list of uh, 
ingredients that you want to make sure, Kara, you're taking. You can check them off your list. You're probably already taking it. Number one, I think B12 is really essential for retinal health. Number two, I think folic acid. In fact, some of the studies will show that people that have weak blood vessels have low levels of folic acid. I believe that's vitamin B9. Uh, the next neuroprotector for the retina is something called curcumin. You have talked about the benefits of turmeric, which the it is the Indian spice, and curcumin is really helpful as a neuroprotective agent for the retina. I would add astaxanthin. You know, that's one of those carotenoids that is we can either get it from you know, salmon or shrimp or, uh, you know, seafood, pink seafood, or you can get it from microalgae. But I think astaxanthin is really important in terms of our um, ability to reduce inflammation and also uh, reduce the tendency toward what we call angiogenesis, which is an abnormal growth of the blood vessels, which is what diabetic retinopathy is at some level. Another thing that I suggest would be bilberry. This is uh, wonderful for retinal circulation, retinal health, and <clears throat> studies have shown that it actually supports the, um, again, the reduction of this growing new blood vessels. We can call it neovascularization. Bilberry is also really good for peripheral retina, night vision, and so on. For the mitochondria itself, CoQ10 is an obvious choice of mine. Another one that I really recommend are the omega-3s, especially the DHA in the omega-3. You know, one of my favorites is a company called Metagenics, and they put out an omega-genics uh, omega-3. I would get either the 720 or the 1000 omega-genics. And, you know, omega-3s are great for reducing inflammation. They're neuroprotective. Uh, they're great for brain health, eye health, and heart health, immune system, anything. So you want to add that to the list. Grape seed extract is another one that's really good for the retinal vessels. So I would consider that one. And of course, the other two carotenoids that are plant-based, lutein and uh, zeaxanthin, those are really critical for retinal vessels, especially macular health. But I think for the overall retina, even lens health. Lycopene is another one that I would suggest and recommend. And then the amino acid taurine. I actually put this in my eye vitamin. Um, in low dose, taurine has been also shown to be a neuroprotective agent for the optic nerve and the retina. And then last but not least, resveratrol. Resveratrol is a powerhouse in terms of, again, neuroprotective qualities, reducing inflammation, just a very high concentrated antioxidant. If you're working with cataracts, there are two eye drops that I would suggest. The first would be the MSM eye drops, 5%, followed by the Oculomed eye drops, which is made of glut glutathione, vitamin C, and acetylcysteine. And I would consider um, doing the 5% MSM and then immediately add the Oculomed eye drops. You can actually get those from a place called collegepharmacy.com. I would do about a three-month uh, regimen of that. I would also add, you know, with the MSM drops, uh, maybe do it another three to four times a day because that's great for collagen health. I would use the lower dose of the, using the lower concentration of the 5% MSM. 
You know, I would consider things like color therapy. Um, This could be very helpful at softening any of the inflammation that's going on in the retina or the vitreous. And, um, you know, this is very interesting about the ketogenic diet because one of the things to consider in this overall scheme of things is how much dairy you're eating and how damp that makes your body. And this is more of Chinese medicine perspective where you're looking at dampness in the body actually sets it up where you have a weakened set of retinal vessels and um, it's something to consider you know I've had a number of people diagnosed with wet macular degeneration and I've taken them off dairy completely and their retinas clear up so the edema the uh, angiogenesis the new abnormal blood vessels that are growing These are all things that begin to recede when you stop eating dairy. And it kind of goes against the ketogenic diet. So it's something that I think you need to manage maybe with a functional medicine doctor. You're probably already doing that. And then, you know, my eye exercises work really well. I have ones uh, on my website that actually boost circulation and relaxation, like the palm hum, the tongue clock exercises, putting sound into the eye tissue. And then my eye exercises that actually improve your peripheral vision. This would be like the yin-yang peripheral vision exercise is one that I suggest. Maybe even, you know, exploring some of the psycho-emotional aspects of your vision doing the eye dialogue. All of these are on my eye clarity um, program on my website. So, Kara, that's a broad brush. Um, You know, I think lifestyle, stress, sleep your endocrine health, especially thyroid, adrenals are all part of the picture. So I hope you have found this helpful and I want to thank you for the question. So that's our show for today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, take good care. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the iClarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.